So this is our first time meeting actually online. Yes. We've been on Zoom calls together. We're in yes. writers groups together. And so um, I'm so excited to finally get to talk to you. I, oh, I'm so excited. I know. That's why I was waiting here and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, so to start us off, tell us a little bit, because none of um, my followers have met you before. Tell us, where are you at in your family life, parenting life, and what is your family known for? Okay, so let's see. We are a blended family. So mm -hmm. my husband and I got married about 15 years ago. I had my two daughters that are now 22 and almost 20 mm -hmm. um, that I had very early in age. My first daughter was, I was a senior in high school. And then I had my second daughter when I was in college. And so I became a single mom after that relationship did not work out with their father. Mm -hmm. And so was a single mom for a little while. And mm -hmm. then met my husband through teaching. I was, I'm an educator. Both of us are educators. And so then we've been married ever since. And then we have two daughters together. One is 12. Yeah. And the other one is six. So we have quite the spread. So you've um, done it all. But we've seen, kind of see the full spectrum, which has a lot of pros. It has a, a few cons, like, you know, when we all want to watch a movie together, it's kind of difficult. But other than that, I mean, it's just so seeing the whole spectrum has been a huge blessing. But as far as what we're known for is really beating the odds, I would say. And, you know, blending a family has been quite challenging. Now there's a lot more resources, I feel, before mm -hmm. we, you know, got together, my husband and I. But, you know, we were just on that kind of, you know, love will keep us, hold us, bring us together and all of that. And uh, and so it has definitely, but there's more that it's right. required. And I know you know, you know that as well, yeah. than just that. So yeah. I would say really just beating the odds and God being the glue between us is, has, has been it. So oh, that's great. So now are your older daughters, are they at home with you? Are they at school? Are they home oh. because of the pandemic? What would yeah. your household look like these they're, days? Yeah, so they're super close. My two older ones, uh, mm -hmm. they're a little less than two years apart. So they live together. They have their own apartment. Mm -hmm. And so oh, our I love that. Yeah, so and not far from us. So maybe like a rock throw five miles down the street or whatever, yeah. but they needed their independence. There was a lot of adults in one house. Yeah. Um, they really worked hard, you know, to have their own place. Of course, they could have stayed home or open to that. But and they did, they moved out this past May and got their own place. So they were super excited about that and saved up and really just worked hard towards oh. that. And so they're both going to school locally here. Mm -hmm. And actually, my oldest just had our first grandbaby. So we have another mix in there. So yeah. Jake is six weeks old. Oh. So he, precious, precious, pre the only boy. So he's not going to be spoiled. <laughs> so, so yeah, so at home here, we just have the two uh, younger ones. So it's just the four of us here now Okay. Uh, in the house. So yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. So, I mean, I think, oh my gosh, if I were to have a child now, I would be so less uptight, right? So you've yeah. had the different phases. You so So... Talk to us about lightening up. Give us an example oh. of some areas that you held on real tight and you've just been able to let go over the years. Oh my goodness. So really, you know, I, I had this fear of my, my daughters making similar mistakes that I did when I was younger and mm -hmm. really uptight about, you know, I want them to know the Lord and I really want them to have a relationship with him. And I really yeah. just desire 
all these things for them. I want them, you know, just real because I'm a planner <laughs> by nature. Um, a little bit of an overachiever. I'm, 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 you know, recovering from that. A little bit of an overachiever. And so putting my feelings of that and how, you know, I really was just, you know, according to plan, wanted to do things. It just always had been that way. And then putting that on them and, and, and sharing that expectation, kind of unknowingly the mm -hmm. pressure of, you know, this is how your life is going to be A, B, C, D, and E, because I didn't get this opportunity. I need you to have this opportunity. Yeah. I wasn't able to do this, or I missed out on that, or I was very, uh, a little bit of a wild child. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want you to go in that same direction. And so really kind of unknowingly putting my fears on them as well. Yeah. And I was thinking that I was just being a very good guarded parent but really I, I was kind of smothering them really and mm -hmm. really just always nagging 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 and very uptight about come on let's get those grades let's do this and then constantly reminding if you don't do this this is going to happen if you don't do that mm -hmm. that's going to happen and really just thinking if I let up even one little bit that all of it was going to fall apart and so being again now looking back because they're you know grown now I can see how uptight I was mm. even physically feel how uptight I was because I was like Lord I just want them to have a great life I want them to be successful I mean that's our dream for all parents yeah. right I want them not to have to struggle which God showed me a, a revelation on that. I don't want them to have to struggle. I don't want them to have to scrape their knee. I don't want them to have to get hurt and, and have, be brokenhearted and all, you know, all those things because we know how that feels. And so I don't want to watch my kids go through that. So I was really uptight about it, just very uptight about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, God just really showed me. He said, you know, if when you're praying for your kids, and you want them to have your desires for them to have a relationship with God and know who God really, really is deep in their soul, right? Mm -hmm. God forbid something happens to me. I need them to know the Lord, right? If that is your desire and have a relationship, then he's has to, I have to let go and open my hands so that he can actually have that relationship yeah. with them and yeah. that their relationship with him is not through me. Does that make sense? Like it's, yeah. I'm, and that they learn that he is the one that they have to lift their heads up to and pray to. And my salvation is not enough yeah. for them, even though mm -hmm. I love them. But because I was so tight, I believe in some ways I hindered them having that connection. Because, you know, your kids look at you, they they see, they do see God through you, right? So how we act and what we do. And so yeah. if we're behaving in a certain way, they kind of think maybe God is that same way if we're very rigid, if we're very mm. tight and yeah. some, they may view God in that same light. Sometimes we'll, we'll get our perception is like based on the relationship we have with our parents. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it really was that aha of, you know, I remember when my two older girls got in their first accident after they got their car and they were driving. It was one of my biggest fears that they would... Get into it. La, 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 la. I have a 17 year old. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, it's probably like a week before Christmas, three, four years ago, and got that call. Heart just stopped. And I thought, oh. And it was one of the, again, ways that, not that God did that or that he, or, but it was just mm -hmm. a situation as far as he used that to open my eyes to you don't have the control that you mm -hmm. think 
you have. I'm the one who can be with him at all times and anywhere. You don't have that control. And so really that, that was probably the situation that made me feel the most out of control as a parent where I thought, whoa, they're over here. I'm here. You've gotten this accident. Lord, Mm -hmm. you're the only one that can go and be with them and make sure everything until I can be there or do something. So that was, it, it, it opened my eyes to, especially older kids when you're parenting I call them semi-adults yeah. um, we don't have control like we mm-hmm. think yeah mm-hmm. so do you think the letting go was that did that happen over time for you or do you think that was something that 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 might have had to do with the distance between the ages of your kids or do you think like yeah yeah so <laughs> was it like an aha moment <laughs> yeah so it was a few different aha moments, right? So like the accent was one of those and, you know, one of our daughters wanting her to go to a certain college that didn't work out. That was my yeah. dream, you know, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't work out yeah. um, in the way that we thought it was going to, we thought, I mean, it was just, and, and I can go on and on about little things where I thought, well, I thought that was going to go like that, or I thought that was going to go like that. So for me, it was along the way. I feel like, you know, my fist was closed and God was just trying to pry each finger open. Like, you know, they're going to be okay, right? And they're going to be more than okay. I have them. You've given them to me and you keep snatching them back out, right? But give them to me and let me lead and guide. Let them scrape their knee. Yeah. You know, let them get, you know, in, in school, not wanting them to fail a class or get a D or being uptight about that, you know, and... Mm-hmm. But if they didn't study, that's what they earned, yeah. right? They, and so letting them scrape their knee and then coming to the realization is is the goal for them to live here forever and be stagnated? Or do I want them to be the healthy, successful adults who are lights in the world, which is what they're supposed to be? And so that means that I need to let go. So yeah, it's a grad. it was a gradual release. My younger two kids, of course, have the, better version of my, maybe more polished, polished version. <laughs> a little more, I'm still a little rough around the edges, but yeah, yeah. maybe a little more polished, wiser mom, yeah. because I've seen, gone through things and seen the other side of it now. And so I know, okay, Lord, and God has reminded me, I took care of that. I took care of that. That was really messy, but I took care of it. That was really messy, but see how much she's matured. She's grown. This has happened. And so those are the conversations I have. I don't know if you have those with the Lord where he's like, reminder. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Jared, do, you, do your older kids notice that you are a mature and a different mom with your younger kids? Yes. So I have to say this and I feel so terrible, but I was quite the yeller, right? Is that a word? I don't know. The yeah. <laughs> So I yelled a lot, you know, again, when I would feel out of control, I would, mm-hmm. I would yell, well, even the most simplest things. And I remember my, you know, my oldest would not speak as much. My second oldest, you know, she's very vocal and she would just, you know, okay, mom, you know, calm down, you know, just chill out, which, you know, never made it better at the time. <laughs> telling me to chill out or calm down. But, you know, after she's saying, I'm, I'm reflecting after like, wow, okay, my child has told me maybe five times this week to, to chill out and calm down. You know, yeah. maybe I need to take what she's saying. And so, yeah, I was quite the yeller and very uptight. And so they do see a difference with the younger ones, mm-hmm. how things do not spin me out of yeah. 
control as fast, right? Or even yeah. I just kind of leave it versus just, you know, again, losing it. Well, it's so. a great thing for them to see, like you're continuing to grow, you're continuing to learn, you're becoming a better parent, especially as God is downloading all of these insights yeah. to you. And that's yeah. fantastic for them to see because I have had to apologize to my oldest and be like, oh. I'm so sorry, I'm gonna get everything wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't compare yourselves to your siblings because by the time like I get to yeah. like your sister your brother your sister and then your brother yeah. applying for college it will be much better like I won't It'll have these meltdowns in the middle of you <laughs> oh my gosh yes exactly I mean apologizing that has been the thing my husband and I we were talking about it the other day and it's funny he was like you know we did not get everything right right mm -hmm. and we have some, you know, there, and, and I told him, I said, you know, the thing though is we definitely did not keep the good tools and save them. We used everything that we had at that time or whatever yeah. it was when the older yeah. two were younger. We used all the tools that we had. And some of those tools now looking back, we were lacking <laughs> certain tools yeah. to use, but definitely learning to say, I'm sorry. And I apologize, you know, mom losing it today really was about the fact that I had a tough day at work or I had a tough time with this or I'm actually anxious about something yeah. that I can't quite verbalize right now. So I'm, I'm yelling at you or I'm taking out on you or I'm making more of a, a bigger deal of this than it mm -hmm. should be. Mm -hmm. And so um, really apologizing, I think that has helped because especially with, and, and I know you can agree with this with teenagers, if you yell too much or you nag too much, then comes the shutdown, yeah. right? Shutdown yeah. where they feel like, well, I need to just go to somebody else and talk to them, not come to mom. And I had that mm -hmm. revelation where it was, you know, oh, you know, somebody would see a teacher would see me or somebody from church and, oh, your daughter shared this. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> She didn't share that with me, you know? <laughs> so it was a reflection of, well, why didn't she share that with you? Maybe because mm -hmm. she thought that you were going to yell or you were going to lose it or you weren't going to listen mm -hmm. um, to what she had to say. So a lot of apologizing and having those conversations, my husband and I, even before they moved out, just sitting down and saying, you know, we're so proud of you guys. We didn't do everything right. But you really have, you know, thank you for being patient with us yeah. as we learned how to parent, especially within a blended family. Yeah. I love that. And the more you do that, the more they learn, the more you learn. I mean, I, yeah. I will now that my kids are especially now that they're older, I'll be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And that's why I'm behaving this way. That's not acceptable. Like, yeah. because they need to also know how to deal with disappointment and when things don't go their way or like yeah. when they can't control other people, which is what we're all trying to do as we're all living under one roof right now. <laughs> and even when I mess it up and I say, hey guys, I just, I lost it earlier. I just need some time to myself yeah. or I just need to take a beat. Like they're learning now oh, okay, this is, this is how you're supposed to deal with it. I'm not like walking away in shame. I'm talking to them. I'm sharing with them how I'm trying to get past it and deal with it yeah. and with grace and with God's help. And it's, it's showing them how they can then do it in the future too. And so I think, exactly. you know, as much as as a young mom, as much as I wanted to get it all right, oh, it's, yeah. it's almost better to not get it all right because then you can say, hey, look, this is, I make mistakes. I'm learning, yeah. I'm prayed about this and this is what I'm gonna do differently next time. And just that vulnerability, I think, age in an age-appropriate way 
is yeah. so incredible for equipping them, really. I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, they need to see that process of you, like you said, forgive me, and I'm, I'm thinking through this, and I would have handled it this way, you know, in the future, and then not, you know, really just really just having that conversation, making sure we slow down mm -hmm. and have, and, and you know what, it, I, and I, to be honest, growing up, you know, in, even with my parents, I think about generations before me where, you know, it really wasn't that time or even know how to have conversations with your kids, oh, yeah. really sit down because like my parents and their parents came from that generation of like, kids should be seen and not heard mm -hmm. and kind and of- Parents are supposed to know it all and there's no- Chinks in the armor, yeah. Exactly. You don't apologize to your kids, right? Yeah. You just kind of, you know, go on with whatever. And so it, you know, it really showing them that process. And as a parent, it is, you do take a little, you know, ding to your armor a little. Maybe your pride is you have to swallow it. But it's mm -hmm. so important, like you said, for them to see that whole process mm -hmm. of, you know, and I'm not going to hold on to it. This is how I want you to process through, you know, if you're having a not so good day, or if you offend somebody, how you're supposed yeah. to process through that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and, and I think like, I know, as my oldest is approaching, you know, graduation from high school and potentially leaving for college, like I definitely am so much more aware of what it looks like to gradually let go. And I think that I've had so much grace for not getting everything right, mm -hmm. you know, and because mm -hmm. she's mature enough, we can talk through and we can have that relationship and I can share those things with her. And I think it's just yeah. made our relationship better. Whereas I think sometimes we want to hold it all together. We want to make sure it's absolutely perfect because we think that's what's going to give us the better relationship. That's yeah. what's going to give us the esteem in their eyes when yeah. it really is the opposite. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, you know, and it's the, that I told a friend the other day, I didn't realize, you know, when kids are little, you think, oh my goodness, this is the hardest stage. I mean, oh, they're yes. just dropping juice everywhere. They're breaking things. They're coloring on the wall. I mean, oh, this is so stressful and tough. Once they get older, it'll be easier. And really it, it's, it, that's not the truth. <laughs> it's, yeah. I think it, it goes from, my mother-in-law says kids go from your lap to your heart, right? So, you know, you're taking care of them when they're younger. And then as they get older and now you're carrying them in your heart, mm -hmm. uh, they're driving, they're about to leave the house, all of those different things like that. And so having that conversation and really it's, I want them, I think that was the other aha I had was, I want them to see that, you know, as they're leaving, their mom also is able to keep going, right? Not that they were my yeah. entire 100% life and now mm -hmm. that they're gone, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life because my kids were it entirely. And so really showing them like, yes, I'm going to miss that you're gone. And, and it's hard to kind of let go. And, and I still, and yes, you're still going to call 85 times a day. <laughs> and, and, and I think maybe it's a girl thing because I have all girls. I mean, everything mm -hmm. is, is mom and, you know, texting and calling and all, that, all the time, you know, they act like it's an emergency, not really, but, you know, letting go and saying, Hey, you need to figure this out. And, you know, I've given you the tools. Now mm -hmm. you need to just go vote. But what if I get it wrong? You need to figure it out, right? So if you, yeah. I remember our first semester in college, I thought she was going to miss the opportunity to sign up for classes. That was another opportunity for me to be uptight again. <laughs> because I thought, you haven't signed up for classes. What are you, you need to sign up because you're going to miss a deadline because 
now we had a conversation maybe about a few weeks ago and I said, well, you know, she's transitioning to UCF. I said, if you don't sign up, you won't be going next semester. And yeah, then consequences, yeah. that's your consequence and you'll be there an extra semester. I know you're ready to be done, but mm -hmm. if you don't take the day. So that took time before yeah. I would have been there, maybe even doing it for her. Yeah. So, I mean, that's hard, <laughs> but yeah, letting that part go, yeah. um, letting her deal with the consequence, all of them deal with the, the con especially the old ones, the consequences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, what's helped me in the past is that we like to do regular check-ins with our kids. Mm -hmm. We do this family retreat every year and we give them like carte blanche to give us like all the feedback they want. I mean, we have like yeah. questions and forms and, and then it, it's kind of become a part of our culture. And so I will check in with them and the feedback that I get from them of the areas that matter to them versus the areas that I think that I need to be so on top of are yeah. usually so different. So the things that they remember, like their, the, their highlights of the year or the things that bothered them most about the year sometimes aren't like what I would have thought that they needed from me or oh. that I, you know, you know, I'm trying to give an example. Like there was one year when my daughter was like, I need you to be hard, harder on me or stricter on me with my homework. So I get it done. And I was like, but then there's what? other things where they were like, I just need you to lighten up here. Like I need to not feel overwhelmed that you're hovering yeah. in this area. So like getting feedback. And I think no matter what their age is, I think even in a young age, we can start to talk to them and have conversations and find out, Oh, I'm thinking that this matters when really yeah. this matters to them. And as we get to know our kids and find out their different personalities, we can start to understand what has what has a lasting importance? What has, what, what is going to be important next month, yeah. next year, yeah. five years from now. And we can, we can, I think that's been super helpful for me to be like, Oh, so this is what they're going to remember. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we, we've heard this before in the mom circles. It's not going to be the clean house. It's going to be the time yes. to sat on the floor with them. Yes. They're like, I really want to clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> I need those baseboards scrubbed. Yeah. 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 So, so let me ask you this though. How do, I'm curious because I like that as far as giving feedback yeah. um, and not waiting until like maybe all the pieces fall apart and then yeah. you know, saying how they feel then, right? Yeah. Um, so when you started doing that, how did that make you feel as a mom when you're hearing this feedback, that, especially the feedback that's opposite yeah. from what you thought they were going to say? Yeah, well, it was definitely shock. I mean, like the first year we did it, the first year was the most drastic because that's when like we didn't know what to expect. And there was a lot of like, we don't like that we're always late for things. We don't like that you're bickering every time we it comes time to leave the house and get out the door. Like they had very specific things. And that's when I was like, oh, like I need to put just simple things in place to actually like, and, and it took us, it didn't take us that long. It took us a couple months to really get used to it, but we started being on time for things. I mean, we really were like late. I mean, at one point I was getting everybody into the car and the kids were like, it's time to go, it's time to go. And then I was like, no, 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 we're on time. And they're like, what? But like they love the adrenaline when we get out the door was always so frenzied that I find like we had to get used to not like flying out the door like crazy people, right? So yeah. it was super empowering to get mm -hmm. feedback from them and to start focusing on the areas that really mattered versus some of yeah. the other areas that maybe I didn't need to be so concerned about or so worried about. Oh, know? wow. I'm definitely going to incorporate that. Yes. I mean, that is not anything. I mean, like I said, once I feel 
you know, bad about something, I'm like, oh my goodness. And then they share, well, we didn't like this, but I, you know, that to me is a more proactive way to yeah. say, you know, just let us know what it is exactly that you're feeling, you know, proactively and, and we're here to hear it yeah. without being offended. When they're young, it's just as simple as saying, what do you like most about our family? What do you like least about our family? I mean, they can answer that. I mean, I started when my kids, I think my youngest was like six. I mean, you can start real early and they'll tell you and they'll come up with like, that's when they were like, we don't like being late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> but I can fix that. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to like prepare myself to hear our little one is very, we call her literal Layla. That's you uh -huh. know, very direct and like, yeah. very, you know, um, we really don't even have to ask for her feedback. Like she offers it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure she has a few other things that she could share. Yeah. Uh, Top of that, but I'm just gonna have to prepare my heart to kind of hear what what they have to say. But I, I, that's the other thing too, as far as letting. I think being a younger mom, I wore my feelings on my sleeves, and you have that desire to be so great and so good. Yeah. When you do hear that feedback, you take it as well. I didn't know how to receive it. You know, when they were younger, if they would say when I was younger and my older two were younger, they would say things. But I do. I crave that now feedback. And knowing how can I improve and not think that I'm doing something so well, like you said, and I'm totally missing the mark. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah. me this evening. I hope you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. No, this is definitely. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate your wisdom and all that you've learned from your years of, of parenting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I have a. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I get it. I told my husband, I can't believe I have a 22 year old, but I'm still definitely, you know, with every child, they're different. Yes, yeah, of course. Like yeah. You learn brand new with every single one of them. And you take, you know, like that first child, bless them, they're the trial and error. But after that, you know, you hope that it does get better with every child. So, yeah. but I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And so for more on calming the heck down, you can check out my podcast and Melanie Dale's new book. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.